Most fans of true crime would love the chance to experience catching a killer. This is where Hunt a Killer comes in. This is the best way to get in the shoes of a real detective and feel like you're solving an actual real-life murder. I'm absolutely addicted to Hack. I've been subscribed to their six-episode season since they were a thing and have played all but one of their standalone games. My office is filled with documents and evidence from their cases, and there's nothing like filing away when you've solved and closed the case. If you'd like to get your hands on one of their standalone cases, use our code SIRENS at checkout on their website, www.huntakiller.com. And hey, every episode helps fund the Cold Case Foundation, a nonprofit that assists in bringing justice to unsolved cases throughout the country. You're listening to Sirens, a true crime podcast brought to you by the Sirens Network. This podcast contains explicit content, so listener discretion is advised. The opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the views of the hosts and do not reflect the views of affiliates, associates, or sponsors of this podcast. A break from our regular programming for this special episode, Raven's Reviews. episode of Raven's Reviews. Oh my god, we have some stuff to talk about. I'm so excited. Today we're going to talk to you, well, we're going to talk to each other about (laughs) the Netflix show Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. So, it is a 2021 American docuseries, and it chronicles the death of Eliza Lamb at the Cecil Hotel, premiered on Netflix February 10th, 2021. It included four episodes, Lost in Los Angeles, Secrets of the Cecil, Down the Rabbit Hole, and The Hard Truth. Numerous incidents of deaths and violence have occurred at the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles, Originally, it opened as a middle-class hotel on December 20th, 1924 in downtown Los Angeles. It eventually became a budget hotel, hostel, and rooming house. Its reputation is due to at least 16 sudden or unexplained deaths that have occurred in or around the hotel, including the fact that it may have been the last place that the famous Black Dahlia was seen alive. In 2011, the hotel's name was changed to Stay on Main in an effort to distance the establishment from its past. The deaths there, going back to 1927, have been a variety of sorts. Gunshots to the head, ingested poison, slit throats, falling from the building, a newborn discarded from a window, stabbings, rape, and more murder. One of the most intriguing of all of these cases, though, may have been the death of Eliza Lamb, which on February 19th, 2013, her body was recovered in a water tank on top of the Cecil Hotel. She had been staying at the hotel when she was reported missing at the beginning of the month. A maintenance worker discovered the body when investigating guest complaints of problems with the water supply and pressure. 
her disappearance had been widely reported. Interest had increased five days prior to the discovery of her body when the Los Angeles Police Department released a video of the last time she was known to have been seen on the day of her disappearance by an elevator security camera in the hotel. It's in this footage that she is seen exiting and then re-entering the elevator, talking and gesturing in the hallway outside and sometimes seeming to hide from something within the elevator. This video went viral with many viewers reporting that they found it unsettling. Explanations ranged from claims of paranormal involvement to bipolar disorder, from which Lamb took medication. It has also been argued that the video was altered prior to release. The circumstances of Lamb's death, once she was found, also raised questions especially in light of the hotel's history in relation to other notable deaths and murders. Her body was naked, with most of her clothes and personal effects floating in the water near her. It took the L.A. County Coroner's Office four months after repeated delays to release the autopsy report, which reports no evidence of physical trauma and states that the manner of death was accidental. Guests at the Cecil, now rebranded as Stay on Main, sued the hotel over the incident, and Lamb's parents filed a separate lawsuit later that year. The latter was dismissed in 2015. Some of the early internet interest noted what were considered to be unusual similarities between Lamb's death and the 2002 horror film Dark Water. The case has since been referenced in international pop culture. Today, as we talk about this documentary, we're not going to go over extreme details of her case. We hope that what we can achieve with these episodes is that almost like a watch together, you watch it, we'll watch it, we'll come to you, we'll give you light details. If you want the harder details, go watch it and then come listen to us because that's what we're going to do here. We're going to just discuss what we think about the documentary or the TV show or the movie that we watch. And we're going to voice our opinions basically on what we think happened, our conspiracy theories, and possibly let you know one or two things that, that maybe they missed or they got wrong or something to that effect. But we won't be treating this as a normal episode. These are going to be special episodes where we're not going to give you every little tiny detail. We're going to watch it. We're going to hope that you watch it kind of like watching it with us and then come here and we'll discuss it together. So look out for more of Raven's reviews in the future. Well, and we've been wanting to do this kind of for a while. Mm -hmm. You've got to watch it yourself. Oh my God. When you posted that thing earlier, I was like, oh, no, she don't even know. She don't even know. I had no fucking idea. I'm not even joking you. Like, so I'm that person. You know I love surprises. I fucking love surprises. So my other half is one of those people that if he wants to know what's going on, like, uh, don't fuck with cats. Yeah. Like, he will go and look I mean, we'll be in episode one and he'll get on Google and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong Aww. with you? Exactly. Just no, let you it can't happen. do that. Just let That's it happen. Cheating. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Just so anyways. Um, 
So I'm not one of those people. Like, I had no fucking idea. I literally thought we still thought this girl was missing. Like, obviously, you can tell by the way I was talking. You know, I was like, I, I thought we never found her. I thought oh, she was just and disappeared. Sorry for the beeping. I think, so I think I've brought this up in two of our episodes now. And I was, I what was it? The um, Prisma Reyes, when we talked about that. That's the one I was like, man, this elevator is like fucking me up right now. And you were like, I don't understand. I was like, oh, I want you to understand so bad. Now I understand. <laughs> I overstand, you know? And then what was I actually think the last, very last episode we did, I, t- I told you about it again. And you were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And the weird thing was when we got... When we got done recording that night, remember I sent you a picture? They had just released the trailer on Netflix, and I was like, holy fuck, no way. <laughs> yes, because, well, what I had seen, I remembered you talking about the hotel, but the only documentary I had seen was the Night Stalker one. And then I told you that I had, like, I swore on everything that I saw a trailer for just the hotel, you know, but it wasn't on Netflix. You did. It was it, called. It was called like the same fucking thing, but it wasn't that, and it was on something else. It was um, like a ghost hunting one because I saw the yeah, trailer yeah, yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so still, I want to watch that. I can't remember which channel it's on. And then I logged into Netflix on my phone and I see, what do I see at the top? It said Cecil Hotel. And I was like, oh my (laughs) fuck. I started it instantly. I had it plugged into my truck. I was watching it, like not watching it on the way to work, but (laughs) don't come for me. (laughs) Don't at me. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Sorry. I, I I was listening. I think, so, I went down this rabbit hole years and years and years ago. Like, when this first happened with her, uh, Elisa, what's her name? Elisa Elisa Lamb. So, when that first happened with her, and I first watched the video, I was like, what the hell? And actually, there has not been so much information released up until this documentary. I'm just saying, like, all together in one place. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, I was, like, super excited about it because they put things together really well. Like, I know it kind of seems like they jump around a little bit (gasps) in the... But, I mean, I think for the most part, the information that they give, because I had to scour the internet for information. I mean, we're going down, like dark web rabbit holes trying to find information on this so like yeah it was really cool i would go with you you know okay what i'm picturing is like you go down the rabbit hole you remember on princess bride and he grabs the vine and then he dives down (laughs) that's me i'll get the vine you you go down in the if if you guys don't know what we're talking about you know what i don't even and hopefully, whatever is waiting at the the bottom slash top of that vine mm-hmm. will wait for us politely to kill us before we can get up there. Yeah, I won't even tell you about the ROUS that over your shoulder. <laughs> Everything's fine. Come this way. Okay. Oh, man. So, what did you think about that? So crazy, right? Okay, 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 okay. First of all... That girl that calls it Cecil Hotel drives me batshit. 
Oh, I know. There, the guy that says, what does he say? Cecil. Um, the black guy? Cecil. Yeah. He's so cute. Cezel. Yeah, he calls it like Cecil. The Cecil Hotel. Y'all want to talk to me about the Cecil. <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh my God, I love him. I already love him. <laughs> he knows <gasps> some things, man. I know. He's seen some shit. Can you imagine that? He lived on Skid Row for 21 years. Like, I could like, not believe that. That That's, guy is the authority on, you know, all these fucking people on Facebook have, I went to the school of hard knocks. No, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. No, you oh. didn't. <laughs> you did not. I mean, even I if know you lived did. on the streets that long, like, he did time right there next to the Cecil. So. Crazy. <laughs> so crazy. That so, is so crazy, yeah. I, I really need to... I would like to talk to someone who's literally... I, I don't know... Okay, so I don't agree with the conclusions that they came to at the no. end of the documentary. No. However, I don't fully disagree. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, there's just too many unanswered questions to say one way or the other. Holy but, shit, I mean, the tuberculosis thing? Oh, her yeah. Like, exact name in reverse... And then the whole Google, the Google pin thing that goes to Canada. That's very odd. It's that's And it's the cemetery where she's buried? That's just a little too specifically odd. You know, like. You can't make that shit up. Yeah, that's just, um, I don't know. And then with the, I think what makes it even worse is the history of the hotel. Like. They talked about some of it, um, but, like, there were some things that they didn't talk about. Uh, like the, um, what was I telling you about? The the mom who woke up in the middle of the night and she, number one, she didn't know she was pregnant. She said she didn't know she was pregnant when she woke up in the middle of the night. She woke up, she thought that she, like, she thought she was just having stomach issues and went to the bathroom and I can't remember if it's her husband or her man friend or whatever was still in bed and she goes in the bathroom and has a baby and then she thinks that the baby is dead for whatever reason and just yeets it out the window. Ooh, there's There's literally though, um... I mean, that's a thing. It happens. You remember that one girl that was like a teenager not too long ago? She's a teenager and she gave birth in the bathroom and her mom helped her dispose of it. Oh, no. Yeah. No. That's... Stop. Don't... Just don't do that. (laughs) Like, if you... Okay. Number one... I'm not just the smallest person in the world. I will be the first to admit. I, I, in, in saying that, I cannot understand how you would not know that you're pregnant. I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't understand that. Number two, if you surprisingly have a baby, take it to the fire station. Leave it on their front door like you don't have to yeet it <laughs> i don't understand okay what the fuck yeah <laughs> teenage michigan mom stabs newborn baby to death after giving birth in the bathroom hides body in person inside closet what 
Why? Eight months. She was, yeah, charged with second degree murder in relation to the death of her one day old child on October 9th. Eight months after the victim was delivered by the accused in the bathroom of her house. Holy fuck balls. What is wrong with people? Everything. Oh my lord. Like, I, it's, a, it's a human person in there. Mm-hmm. I don't... It kicks me on the reg. Like, I can't, I can't imagine just being like, look, this thing. <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't well, know. The, there's another, there's another issue that's finally fucking coming to light. A mental health the, issue. P- postpartum. Yeah, the postpartum. Like, and people will, li- mothers will literally almost like you, you reject that child. You hate what it did to your mental health, your physical health, your relationship. Like, you want it dead. It ruined your life. Um, I suffered postpartum pretty harshly um, when I had my son. And I mean, I mean a real bout because um, we had to do an emergency C-section. And my body just, like, does not do well with anesthesia. It just doesn't. Like, when I go to the dentist, I have to get, like, six freaking shots and I'm still not numb. And then, like, it just doesn't do well with anesthesia. So, I had the um, epidural. um, But that's, like, really slow acting. It's not the same as anesthesia. And then when you go in there, they have to uh, run your anesthesia through your epidural. It's, like, this whole thing. And then it, like, doesn't kick in in an appropriate amount of time or whatever. They have to, like, time it out appropriately so anyway when we did the emergency c-section uh the anesthesia just like was not kicking in and I was like yelling and screaming and my husband like you need to tell him that like I can feel everything like I could literally feel everything if you want to know what it feels like being cut open uh by a very sharp object um c-section is for you (laughs) because I could feel every single bit of it I still kind of had like PTSD from it but um after that like my recovery was pretty harsh and my husband had to really help me with recovery and like physically and also because of that I think the mental part of it was even worse because like I could not do anything myself. And here I am. I have a brand new baby that I'm supposed to be taking care of. It's supposed to be in my charge and I can't do anything for it. I can't do anything for myself. Like my husband literally had to bathe me. This is how bad it was. And uh, there were there were many times when I just woke up in the middle of the night and like he's crying again and I hurt so bad and I'm just crying in a dark room holding this screaming baby because I have no idea what to do or what I'm supposed to do but the thoughts that I had in in that was like never to harm myself never to harm my baby it was always like if I could just get away if I could just get away for a day and just like I'm so exhausted if I could just get away because I mean like newborn babies it's like every hour every two hours you're feeding them you're changing them it's it is really rough so my thoughts were if I could just get away just for a day just find a hotel room and just relax and just not worry about it just disappear like I never once thought like, don't get me wrong, there's resentments there. There's, um, if I hadn't got pregnant, I wouldn't be going through this. Um, but still, you look down at this baby and, like, you just, their little tiny face just takes all of that away. 
Uh, I've never one single time thought I'm going to eat this baby out a window. Well, I mean, what, what it does to you physically, I, I don't, I, oh my fuck, I'm going to, okay, I have a sentence to say, I swear, I'll say it eventually. <laughs> I just, I don't think that, po- I think postpartum is something that happens due to like your, your chemistry and your hormones, not necessarily actual not like, oh, I'm mad at you because this pregnancy was really hard. Right. On you. It just manifests right. that way. Like you fucking right. don't want anything to do with your child. <clears throat> anyway, we're we're like we're going. This is a completely different rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But then, okay, so back to the Cecil. Then okay. there was that one uh, lady. I think this was in the 40s who jumped her and her husband were having marital problems she jumped out the window like the seventh floor or something she landed on a guy and it took them like weeks to figure out that those two people did not jump together because they were like intertwined and such oh she killed him yeah, she killed him when she she jumped and fell on him and he what died. A dick over some other guy, <laughs> over yeah. a husband. Husbands it was just, are fucking worth yeah. it. No, oh wow, no. you're insane. She's not okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. But there was like uh, I think they said twelve, at least twelve confirmed suicides, and then not to mention the murders and the black Dahlia having been been seen there like Last, days yeah. before her murder, and of course Richard Ramirez, and then that Austrian serial killer. Did you? Yeah, I can't. Oh my gosh, that was like wild. It's just like like how can you just straight up? He just straight up leaves a country. Where he's committed murders and <laughs> been to prison know. for it. And he's like, I think I'm going to go trash shit out in the United States. <laughs> and I'm no also going to just make believe that I'm like, what was he oh, posing as like an investigator or some shit? Yeah. People like this are the reason why we have to jump through flaming hoops of background check dog shit mm-hmm. to get jobs. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to come over here acting like a psychopath. Literally. <laughs> for real. Literally. But, I mean, that makes me wonder, like, why were all these people so drawn to the Cecil? And, like, out of all the places for Elisa to, like, stay in, I know that they say, oh, well, it was, like, really cheap or whatever. But I would bet you that there was a lot of places just as cheap, probably. It's probably just, like, okay, (laughs) like... There's no nice way for me to say this. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to offend people. Um, Like when you just find your, your pack of weirdos, you know, the vibe, you know, your vibe, you know, where you're like, okay, I'm going to come here and I'm going to lay low and I'm going to be under the radar, you know, and there's like a million rooms in here. Nobody has time to find me or fuck with me. There's, there's a, there's a recluse pattern in there that, she did describe herself as an introvert, so that would check out. One of the know. one of those places. Imagine living in downtown fucking Los Angeles. You need a place to lay low. I don't know how the hell you're going to lay low in a building with like six or seven hundred rooms. Is that building not insane to look at? Like, how does that yeah. work? So, like, the whole front part is really nice because when those YouTubers went in there and I were know. like vlogging their experience, I'm like, this is not the same building. Well, that looked way nicer than the basically insane asylum rooms that they've been showing the entire documentary when those guys went in there with their cameras i was like what the fuck 
the hotel is this? Well, what I understand is that there's like two or three specific floors for um what do they call it? It's like a locker room style thing. Like a dormitory style. Like um, communal living? Yeah. Yeah. And they don't because it's so cheap and you're basically sleeping, I mean, pretty much on a cot next to someone else because it's just so cheap. Like they don't really keep that part up. It's not for the high paying guests. And then the tenants, like the people who actually live there, they get like secondary, like trickle down from keeping the tenant or keeping the rentals up and nice so they're always like keeping who checks in where they check in really nice and then the tenants get the secondary bullshit and then they just don't have any leftover for like that sort of i don't know is that not fucking bizarre to you like the entire building has a strange vibe so it's like all pretty for hotel guests and like yeah exactly people like I don't know, like the hipsters to show up and say it's so cool and so meta. Then you basically like seriously two floors above you, there's a whole bunch of junkies overdosing on fucking heroin. Like, and they have no separate elevators. So are you, your people who have like nice ass rooms could accidentally get off on one of those floors at any time. A floor of ill repute. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Let's just back right back oh on the elevator. Can you believe they got in her fucking room? How did they get in her room? Is it just unlocked? Well, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, how the fuck did they get in there? There, He was like, I was just in her room and I got in trouble and they kicked me out. And the guy in the hallway is like, are you recording? And he's like, no, I'm not recording. I'm going back to my room. I don't know. That's a great question. I know that they got the maintenance person to let them on the roof. The roof, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they got a maid to, like, let him in the room. Who knows? <laughs> we're talking about the... I guess, were you watching that, like, in real time yes. when we were yes. texting on the... Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, I literally started it, like, on my way to work. I got on Netflix, because I normally like to listen to uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Like, I really like her positive vibes. So anyway, I'm sick of music. I've listened... I shouldn't say I'm sick of music. I've listened to music, like, all day, every day, since my grandparents passed away last summer. Like, it's what kept my mind busy, you know? And now I'm like, I'm just getting tired of the same... Like, I've run through... I think my Spotify thing from last year said I found 2,800 something new artists. Like, I'm telling you, dude, it's bad. It's been bad. But that was my therapy. So, um, you know. Um, Yeah. But anyways, so I was like, I want to listen to Kimmy Schmidt. And I listened to her like on the way to work and whatever. Like, it's a podcast. It's a TV show. And as soon as I opened up Netflix, I saw this at the top and I hit play. I smashed play so fucking fast. I was like, I think I gasped all the air out of the shark. Had to reheat it. Oh my god. Yeah. It was just so funny because you were like, okay, 
all right, I'm at this part. And I was like, oh man, okay, all right, I'm waiting on it. And then you'd ask just like the most specific, perfect questions. And I'm going, why the fuck? Okay, you haven't even got to that part yet. Literally about to be answered. But why the fuck did the these detectives not ask these things immediately? Because yeah. you and I both did. Yes. Like, okay, you're going to sweep the roof, number one. And you see these giant water tanks. And you're not like, we should check those out. Not at all. <laughs> and people are wondering, like, oh, well, you had... Um, you had, uh, damn, what are they called? Cadaver dogs up there sniffing around. How did the cadaver dogs not smell her? Okay. From a dog trainer in, I'm just going to let you know that when a body gets in water, anything really, any kind of smell, water doesn't retain smells. No, it just doesn't. So the only way that they would have smelled that is if the smell built up in the tank over those 19 days and then they took the dogs out, you might be able to get them to hit on it. Well, it's Maybe. also all the way sealed up. I mean, what the fuck? Well, right. I mean, allegedly it wasn't. At one point you thought it was and then you yeah. come to find out it wasn't. But even but it's then, water. It's diluted. Like, even exactly. if you put a fucking onion in water and you're... It just doesn't, uh, the smell particles just don't hang on to water. So it's going to go up through that open vent and it's going to be ventilated out, you know, what was it, like 20 feet high? I mean, it's going to be way above the dog's range. So, I thought they said 10, but I'm wrong a lot. Well, I'm, I'm just making up Yeah, numbers, yeah, it's but way the fuck up it's there. way the fuck up there. So, I mean... It's not the dog's fault, okay? The fucking police officer should have walked over there and looked inside. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would have. Real, he he wants to sit there and be like, whenever, okay, so they were going bouncing, bouncing back and forth between the detectives, the investigator, and um, what's his nuts, the janitor, maintenance guy, yeah, the one who found her. So, that poor man. He's like. And then they bounce to the female, too, Amy Price. And they're like, mm -hmm. she said, we've got 600 closets. Okay, let's look in them all. And then dude's like, so here we go. We're going in every single room. We got the maintenance guy to unlock everything. We're checking every... four yeah, fucking water tanks. He literally said, <laughs> he, hear me out. He literally said every nook and cranny. So can you be honest with me for a second? If a man goes into a room looking for something... Does he fucking move anything to find it? Well, are we talking about uh, the men that I know? I'm just going to say no. <laughs> no. They don't move shit to find it. I don't see it anywhere. <laughs> move this three like inches. Right it's there. right behind it. Yes. Right there. See, that's the thing. He's like every nook and cranny. And I'm like, coming from someone with like an actual penis haver? I don't believe it. <laughs> what's, what's nook and cranny to you? Explain yourself. It. When you tell me that you got 15 female detectives in there to look. That's Thank what, you. That's when I'll oh believe. Oh my fuck. <laughs> Why was there not one woman? One fucking woman on this team? Know. I mean, there rarely is. That's a whole other fucking thing to go off on. Oh. But... Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, if, if they had told me, okay, you... 
we're going to look at on this room and this room and you look on that room and you look in that floor, whatever. And they were like, okay, you get the roof. I'm sorry, but that's the first place I would look. I would walk up to the roof. I would look, just stand there and look around and go, hmm, I should probably check those. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I did a good thing. (laughs) I just don't like, I don't know. And the, I don't, it's just, uh, it's very strange. Number one, how did she get out there? Number two, why are you letting people just climb all over your building? Well, I mean, they weren't necessarily letting them. What can you do? Like, there are laws. You have to have a fucking fire escape. Like, if they don't have a fire escape, because I've lived in these big-ass places before, not like that, don't get me wrong, but if you don't have a fire escape, there's a ladder, like a fire ladder. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you have to have a way out of that fucking building if it's on fire. You have to. So, like, there's no way to block off a fire escape. It's illegal. That would be like blocking off doors in a movie theater once everyone's inside, you know? And I then, mean, I know they but, had two. Well, they had the fire escape on the side, right? Well, the door's allegedly locked and right. sets off an alarm. I'm wondering if it if it's legit locked all the time. Surely you can't lock a fire exit. I could understand it having an alarm to go off, but well, I don't think the I don't think the door on the roof is going to be a fire exit because if the building's on fire, why the fuck would you get on the roof? No, but you would you would go down the side of the the fire escape down that way. Yeah. Oh, but, I thought you were talking about the door that goes on the roof, the door that you go out that of that door, sets off an alarm. Yeah, that door, but that one's the only one that goes straight to the roof. And I, yeah, I guess. I'm just saying the fire escape has a ladder that goes straight to the roof. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, mm, maybe put cameras on it. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) just at least try to monitor it, maybe. I don't feel like that was, that. either that wasn't her first time up there or something fucky happened. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on. But never in a million years would I have the wherewithal to think. Not once have I been in a building like that and thought, exactly. what are things on the roof? Yeah. Like, Ex- no, exactly. And then what it takes to, like, drown yourself. Oh, man. Well, not, okay. I don't even know if that's fucking possible. So, what I suspect if that is what happened, if she got in there on her own volition, I feel like she maybe would have gotten in there and then realized that she couldn't climb out. And then just being, I mean, she was in there for 19 days. There's no telling how long it would have taken her to get utterly exhausted and then drown. Like that I can kind of understand, but Good point. But maybe she, would maybe she, that's why she took her clothes off. But why were they in there with her? I don't. I just. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want. I'm. I'm already embarrassed that like the Emmy and everybody's gonna have to see me naked. I don't want whoever to find me naked. That's terrible right. for you. I'm sorry. No. Except for these tits. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's all gorgeous you're welcome that's what i'm gonna write it on my stomach if i ever drown in a fucking silo you're welcome get you some t- oh my gosh get boob tattoos one says you are one says welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> no i don't know i do think that you are onto something though because like 
she just seemed like she knew that hotel too well. You know? Like, it wasn't her first time being there. Or, I mean, there are... She could have looked online and, like, planned something out. I don't know. It just seemed like she knew where she was going too well. And if not, if she didn't know, then someone who knew that hotel had to have shown her. You don't just go, I'm going to climb on the roof and hop in that water tower or tank. Like, it's fucking strange. Really fucky. That's why I said when we were doing that Prisma Reyes, I was like, oh my God, are there water towers? They need to check them. And you were like, what? <laughs> I was what like, I'm telling you, check the water tanks. <laughs> yeah, it's- you were like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, oh my God, I need you to get on my level. <laughs> It's really weird that I wouldn't that I wouldn't know what you're talking about because I probably would have assumed you were talking about how to make a murder or how to get away with murder. A fucking brilliant show, first season. So you know, y'all out there, if y'all want to know what the hell we're talking about, you're gonna have to just go watch Secrets of the Cecil Hotel on Netflix and get the deets because we're not telling you. <laughs> so, like she described herself. I do know lots of manic depressive people, um, or did know. Now I'm not, I don't live there anymore. I think there's something in the fucking water. But anyways, so these people have manic days, like super active, hyperactive, almost seems like you're on drugs. You're not okay. And then you don't hear from them for like two fucking weeks, like off the radar. Are you okay? Kind of thing. So like... What I'm wondering about is the whole bookstore thing. Like, I find it really strange that she goes to a bookstore. That box was not that big. I don't even think that's, like, the right evidence box. But what I'm saying is, like, she's concerned about how much it weighs if she needs to walk around with the books. And so two men deliver it for her. Yes. I'm with you on that one. Like, so they walk with her. From the bookstore to where she lives and leave the box with her in her 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 room. Yeah. Well also like there's all those there's all those cameras in the hallways, but where's but the not on cam- hers? Yes, where's the camera in the hallway whenever she was in the elevator? I'm telling you, I just don't think they cared about those floors that much. They just didn't care what happened on those floors. Or they would have cameras up there. She's on the 14th floor. Yeah, but okay, but also, I don't think that was her floor number. No, her floor number was like five. Yeah. But she was on the 14th floor. And I believe that the 14th floor was is a tenant floor. And that may also be why they don't have cameras up there. And I don't think but, it's the top floor. Isn't it 15? Yes. No, it it is the top floor. They have 13 floors. Um, but the 13th floor is called the 14th floor because they're superstitious. They don't have a, quote, 13th floor. Okay. I was just looking at the button pad. When they were in the elevator and I was like, why would she go to the 14th floor, go out the window? But I mean, I don't, I don't, I, would just I don't know go. why she would be on the 14th floor. I, I, I really don't know. Cause it, 
they never catch her in the elevator at any other time, which means that she must have taken the stairs. She must have taken, like, and if there are no stairs, she must have taken the fire escape to get to the 14th floor. Because they don't have her on camera in an elevator at any other time. What was she doing up there? So did the camera just cut on suddenly when she was on the 14th floor? I believe it's like um like a, uh, most security cameras are motion activated. I believe that it was motion activated. Right, but I mean, there's fucking motion for you to get on the elevator. Like, we don't even know what floor she entered the elevator on. That's what I'm saying. They didn't catch her on any other floor getting in the elevator. So she must have taken the fire escape to get up there. And then went to get on the elevator. That's when they captured the her on camera, but then never actually Ow. rode it anywhere. She got back out. So fucky. And I'm sorry, like, okay, I know that each person is different. I'm just like, I don't think that if she did kill herself, I really don't think it was intentional. I'm just saying, if you're going to go to the roof, most people are just going to jump off of it. Yeah. The video cutting where you see the door jump. Mm -hmm. Like the door is closed completely and then like it's like kind of open. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw it was like open all the way and then all of a sudden like it moves six inches to close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the policeman or the, or the guy who... Uh, was working with this the Cecil on all that he was like well when we obtained the video it was in no way tampered with he never said we didn't cut and edit it exactly <laughs> like I see your loophole Mr. Man yeah he just said they didn't which makes me think that he did and I want to know what's on the rest of that well, like the one, the one officer that says like they didn't want the public to know what time of day it was, like I completely fucking get that because that's how you trip people up. Like if someone's calling in giving tips or whatever, you know, like oh I yeah. saw her at two o'clock or oh I saw her at four o'clock. It's just like the Tommy Ward thing. Like if you're feeding people information, exactly. they might manifest something that didn't actually fucking happen. Or yes. they'll walk into a situation, you know, they'll be like, well, I was blah, blah, blah at two o'clock. And you'd be like, how'd you know that two o'clock was important? You know, we didn't yeah. tell anyone and it's not on the video. So exactly. Exactly. I just personally don't know why there's like a whole fucking minute cut out of it while the door was opening and shutting. Yeah. What was it like? 53 seconds or something, something like that? Yeah. It's like, Okay. Like, what happened in that 53 seconds? I need to know. I want to know. I mean, e even if it's just an open door. Even if I'm just staring in an open door for two minutes. <laughs> I don't, don't take anything out. Like, yeah. not telling me, me feel like you're hiding lying. Something. Yes, not yes. telling me. It's fucking lying. Tell me. Just tell Omission me. Omission is betrayal. Yes, I don't, I don't fucking care if there's a monkey standing there eating a sandwich for a minute. And then he fucks off. Just show me. What it was or wasn't. Do you think that you saw someone else's foot no, in the video? I don't. I don't either. It just looks like hers. I think it was hers as well. That yeah. she was just turned funky. It was like, or it was her heel. 
or something. Like, yeah, I think it was hers. I, I, I still can't explain how she was acting. Um, I've now I've seen people like I know that people on LSD will act like that. I know that people who have schizophrenia may act like that. I've never seen anyone with bipolar act like that. Which makes me wonder. But but then again, when they run the talks, they're like, well, she doesn't have anything in her system that would cause those sorts of reactions. I mean, how long, how far back does that talks go when she's been fucking soaking into a human prune for nearly three weeks? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> I laughed at myself. You laughed too. I was like, all right, this really makes me wonder why we aren't real detectives. <laughs> it's like us on the case. Solved. 42 seconds in. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not sure if they even said, but I think I read somewhere it was like four, a four or five day stay. And for her to go downhill that fast in four or five days like granted i know that when you're off your meds for a while it could have just been perfect timing for it to hit but i just think it's very odd for it to have happened so far away from home in such a short amount of time and there's so many questions and there's so much strange activity around it i don't know i guess we'll just have to let people make up their own minds go watch the thing go I watch just it find the whole damn thing so painfully odd like so i believe that her parents are the ones that called it in because she because she's on medication um her parents and her sister made her call every day and check in with oh. them and she didn't call one day and they started freaking out i mean this was only like three days into her stay I believe and she didn't call and they started freaking out and so they couldn't get a hold of her couldn't get a hold of her and the next day I believe that the Cecil had already checked her out like gone into her room was like well she's not here she didn't I guess she didn't pay for another day or something I don't know and they just like grabbed her shit and threw it out and then the sister was like, what do you mean she's not there? And so that's, I, I believe the sister is the one that actually called it down into California. But the parents had called it into the Canadian authorities, I believe. Okay. But I mean, yeah, it didn't take them long to figure out that she was, something was wrong. But then, you know, we didn't search the water tanks, so... <laughs> <laughs> we had to go 19 days every nook and cranny <laughs> every nook and cranny My except ass. for the nooks and crannies except for minus the nooks and crannies unless I had to move something or walk further than 4 feet to get there <laughs> and it's sad too because didn't they say they had like 20 something people on that case, like searching 18, the place, I think they said. I, well, yeah. I think he said they had like eighteen detectives because whenever what's his number. nuts, yeah, when what's his nuts went batshit and he defected, uh, they took everyone. But what did he four off four three four something? Oh yes, four. I believe is the correct number. 
obvious they had a lot of people. They, sh I mean, I don't know. They should have been able. To, uh, one person out of eighteen should have been like, "Hey, did anybody check those water tanks?" Yeah. <laughs> one person. Okay, he said that he said by the time that they went and searched the roof that everybody was on like 14, 15 hour days at that point. They all had overtime. So they brought the dog handlers in and blah, 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 blah. And so they went, explain this to me. They go on the roof at night with a fucking LAPD helicopter and that, what they call it? Sun, sun, uh, fuck, not sunlight. Someone's screaming this at me from afar right now. Sun. I don't know. It's called. It's something. This is what the fucking search helicopter uses. You know what I mean? And they're oh, shining yeah. it. They're shining it on the rooftop. And I'm like, okay. So here's my question: Are you also in the helicopter looking, or are you just shining your big bright fucking flashlight? Because wouldn't you notice if that door? That big door was off the water tank because water water tanks are that people drink that people shower with that people brush their teeth with that that lid would not be fucking off of there you know the person in us that's like turn the bathroom light off you know it's like why is that open close the door yes, like, exactly we, we would be like what <laughs> all three are closed except for that one you know like. Yeah. Give me a little process of elimination here. There had to have been at least four people in that helicopter. You're and you, yeah, you know you're right. You're shining that shit down there and you didn't see that. Come on. Nothing. Come on. Like are you looking or are you just shining the light? Is that your whole purpose? Like I just don't understand which part of that that was. But also I found it interesting that whenever the vlogger, the YouTubers, whatever, they went up the, the internet sleuths they went up there and they're like, there's like pizza boxes and beer bottles, you know, graffiti everywhere. And so I'm like, if this was a common place for them to hang out, maybe that's how she knew yeah. what was up there or how to get up there or that but it was a fun place. someone still would have had to have told her that, that that's like the hangout place. Well, that's, what, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, some, yeah. I mean, easily someone could have been like, come up here. You know, we'll have a beer. It's a good view. Blah, blah, blah. Literally anyone. And actually, probably people that don't even stay in that hotel probably knew about it. Yeah. And so. I'm sure there's... I mean, whenever it comes to stuff like that, there's a sense of community there. Like, have you ever seen Slab City? Uh, no. The place? Okay. There's a place out in California that's, like, completely... They are on their own. Raven. They like live in Winnebago's. They build their own shelters. They're self-sustaining. Oh, they, they, do, they don't pay taxes. They don't pay for shit. They're just Ooh. they're self-governed. Like it's its own little thing. Damn. And these people, you know, they'll do GoFundMe's for like batteries for solar power. And they even have like a little cute little bar there. And they go Damn. hang out in their little bar. Yeah, it's just, it's super fucking cool. It's a neat little place. But it's kind of like those people who, it's those people who live in a small town and maybe you're a little different. Maybe you're gay. Maybe there's intolerance. Maybe, you know, you just want to 
go fucking do shrooms in the desert with your friends for about six months. <laughs> but from what, I can tell, <laughs> from what I can tell is these people just are kind of transient. Like people go and live there for a little while, hang out, have fun. Then they'll go travel and live somewhere else. There's like little, there's little places like this in other places. So like, so as far as a sense of community goes, whenever you're in a situation where I feel like you could probably go one way or the other on Skid Row. Either you don't fucking trust anybody or you're like, we can help each other out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, with like, what did they say? Like 10,000 people being in that area? Fucking insane. And it's, yeah. That's, it's, that's crazy. But I mean, you wouldn't be able to walk two feet down the street without you know meeting meeting someone that knows the area because they freaking live there somewhere yeah and that's why i say like probably even people that didn't even live there or you know stay there or whatever probably knew about that rooftop because it seems like a lot of people gathered up there and when you're looking at the the camera view from like their drones and whatever their hotel or their drones and their helicopters you can tell that the other buildings that are nearby are nice and neat and clean and they're like they don't have access roof access like that like it's mm-hmm. not a fire escape up the side and yeah they probably yeah i mean i just so, don't know how much was around it whenever it was erected i mean 1910 was a hot minute ago I don't think there was much because, and I think that's the reason why they chose that area was because they were expecting it to develop into this like booming downtown sort of area. And then, you know, the great depression. Depression. Yeah. Stock markets plummeted. I mean, it's just, it's really sad, but it's terribly sad. There's like just so many freaking questions. So many questions. And all all we're doing is leaving people with more questions. But at least maybe somebody's out there going, yeah, right. See, I said. <laughs> That's I know, what I said. I, I really, 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 truly hope that some of you guys come like our Facebook is not necessarily active. I feel like our private messages are more active than any other aspect of our Facebook. Our private yeah. messages are like blown the fuck up. But it's like people wanting to tell us stuff and not be public. And we get that. Like we love it. We love your messages. Like hearing from you. And tips and tidbits and appreciation for spreading stories. That's cool. But like yeah. if we started a group chat on this I really want a mile-long thread. Like, tell me every fucking thing you oh, think I about know. it. Because I just don't... I feel like I feel like they exhausted their resources. I feel like they exhausted their officers. I feel like yeah. this was someone from Canada who didn't necessarily mean a fuck to them. And yeah. they're just like, and you know what? How it goes. We found... We found 15 pieces of evidence that she's manic depressive suicidal we're just gonna and that's chalk what it they're up going to with right yeah, yeah. no just yeah, yeah, yeah. grab it this straw let me just grab this straw because they can't yeah. find anything else like literally the there's same way. nobody else to blame it on maybe maybe it contributed to it but fucking maybe it didn't <laughs> you know maybe someone did this to her or coaxed her to do this maybe i'm 
I mean, maybe she was high know. as a kite and she thought swimming in there would be fun. And then, like you said, she couldn't get out. Just couldn't get out. Yeah. But also, I mean, I mean, drugs are easily at your disposal in that building. Can you fucking imagine? Oh, in that, yeah. You walk in, in, area walk in sure. there with $50 and tell me that you can't get just about anything you want in that building. I guarantee you. Yeah, and we're also talking about someone who literally describes herself as a bookworm, studies hard, never gets into trouble, never parties, and she's leaving she literally went to a different country. Sometimes people like to try shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like when you go off to college for the first time. Exactly. It's like, you yeah. people better get a tattoo. <laughs> the water thing is what fucks me up. And he said that there's no evidence that she drowned. Yeah. So... But there's also no evidence that she died any other way, which is the fucky part. Yeah. And I mean, there would be like drowning, asphyxiation, um, uh, aspiration, but at the same time, it's like, well, and then, you know, that's when the, when hyperthermia could come into it. And maybe that's why she removed her clothes. Cause that's what people do when they have hyperthermia. They think their body is on (gasps) fire. Oh my God. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait. Tiffany. Oh my God. That is the first thing that they tell you to do whenever you're like clothed and you're in like, say you're in a boating accident or a rafting accident or whatever. You take your fucking clothes off because they'll weigh you down. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and yeah. And that's another thing that like, like I said earlier, like if she's getting tired because she got in there and can't get out then maybe she took them off because she thought that it would alleviate some of the stress from just having to swim for so long. Like just being so heavy in them. That's what I'm saying. I have, I have jumped into a pond with jeans on because a snapping turtle was going after my dog who was fetching a stick. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. So I like, (laughs) I jumped in and I had jeans on and I was, that was my first, like, in all honesty, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I kind of wanted to, like, take my pants off and just let them sink into the pond. Because it, it's panicky. <laughs> yeah. It, it probably felt like something was trying to pull you down. Yeah, it fucking did. It yeah. felt like I had weights around my waist. I was young, too, though. I'd never, I mean, you don't think about that. All, all it was is, like, I need to get in the water and save the dog. And then I was like, uh, we're both going to drown. <laughs> Bad shit. Didn't Mom! There's like three different theories right there that we just threw out in like, what, 30 seconds? So. Well, I've just been struggling so hard to figure out like, why the fuck, why would she take her clothes off? Like, that was what was killing me. So like, maybe she didn't, like, like we're talking about, maybe she didn't want to fucking die. And that was one of her... I don't think she did. That was one of her avenues of, you know... I do not think she did. I mean, just from the way that... Wouldn't she have left a note? I just don't get it. (gasps) Oh my god, Raven, wait! Wait, another thing on the defense. Maybe she got in the tank because she thought she was hiding from someone. That's also something that I thought about. Ah! And then, again, couldn't maybe couldn't get out once that person no there's no way in hell she could get out let's talk about this freaking song that i'm now obsessed with 
Okay. Who is this person? How do you know them? Okay. I need to know everything. So I've listened to it 87. I'm not kidding you. 87 times since we, I saw that post. He went to college and played football at East Central. And we know each other from oddly um, like a Dallas Ada exchange. And he's from, he's a DFW kid too. And, um, I, we, I don't know what the fuck our deal is, but from day one, it's like, we've always known each other. Just poof. You know, like, where have you been? I've been waiting for you. You know what I mean? Like, just one of those people. And we call each other hater or haterade. And we always have. And we kind of took turns flip-flopping. Like, I lived in Dallas. He lived in Ada. Or he lived in Dallas. I lived in Ada. You know what I mean? Like, we're... It was weird the way it worked out. But I think we saw each other... I shouldn't say I think. I know we did. I just don't know how many times. We'd meet up at, like, like Texoma and stuff, you know, for the holidays. Yeah. Go out to the island and find each other and... I don't know, like, both really like stars hockey. Um, just a sweet dude. Very talented. Very um, extremely smart. Athletic. Uh, musician, you know? Like, just a sweet dude. His band is called Madison's. What What does he do in the band? He plays guitar. Plays a guitar. Oh, good. Because that's my favorite freaking part i'm telling you okay so they have given us permission to play some of their song and they it's actually called elisa lamb uh and it's just listen trust me people out there if you're super into this mystery you are going to latch onto this song and it's gonna become an ear where i mean I have, not making this up, I listened to it on repeat until right before we started recording. (laughs) And that was like from 2 p.m. today or something. (laughs) So, uh, you know what? I'm going to use that as our outro. How about that? Let's just take it out with their song, Elisa Lamb by Madison's off their 2017 album, No Man's Land. You can find it on Spotify. So, you know, put it on your dope-ass playlists. Voices laughing, pushing all your buttons, feeling all alone. Desperate panic shaking all so sudden See you've lost control Of your smile Now up the ladder Climbing through the rafters No one knows for sure Reach the summit Sink into the bubble See you've lost control You're wild So come on, Eliza Lamb Let's go for a swim Come on, Eliza Lamb Wash your demons away again Come on, Eliza Lamb Let's go for a swim Come on, come on, Eliza Come on, come on, come on, Eliza Lamb Eliza Lamb Lazarus.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Ravens Reviews. Catch more next time on the Sirens Podcast. Do we have an outro? That's our outro, isn't it?